0: Welcome to the ICC Imara podcast. Here at ICC Imara, we're all about connecting people to God and to each other, challenging believers to Christ-likeness, and changing the world. From wherever you're listening, we hope you'll be encouraged by this message. Good morning and welcome to yet another wonderful Sunday that the Lord has blessed us. We want to welcome you wherever you are watching us from in your homes uh, or wherever you are in this country that God has blessed us with or any other part of the world. We love you and we appreciate your support as uh, you listen to this sermon. Last week, we looked at uh, Step In, in our series Identity. And we looked at how God uh, causes us uh, to come in to join with him as Coryberos, within the ministry, in the call that he has given in our lives. One thing that is so clear to us all is that we are called to be partners with God. And we have been identified and chosen and we have agreed to obey to serve God with the gifts that God has given to us. So we are called to obey and we have obeyed that we will go. And this is my prayer that you have made that decision to step in, go out there, speak for God, start for God and reach out to those who need to hear the gospel. But today, in the last sermon of this series, we looked at, uh, we look at this sermon entitled, Commissioned. It is the next step uh, from stepping to be commissioned uh, to do the work that we have been called to. And I would like us to look at the scripture that is found in the book of John chapter 21, verse 15 to 19. The Bible says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, son of John, Do you truly love me more than this? And he replied, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, Feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. The third time, he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth, when you were younger, you dressed yourself. And went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands. And someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. In this conversation that is taking place. Jesus wanted to get deep into the relationship between him and Peter. And he is sort of interrogating and he is trying to get deep into Peter's heart and to know what is going on there. Jesus was aware of what was to come, but Peter was not, of course. And Jesus was aware that there was a price that Peter was going to pay in following Jesus. So Jesus was looking to have a true follower in Peter. He is trying to tell Peter this is a commitment that is going to be a lifetime. Remember that uh, there was uh, a challenge with Peter at this time particularly when Jesus was crucified. And I see three intentions in this commissioning that Jesus is giving to Peter because he is calling him three times. And in each of them, he is giving instruction to him. And the first time that Jesus asked Peter, do you truly love me? He was looking For the Greek word kind of love, agape love, which requires a sacrifice over others. And that is why he asked him, do you truly love me more than this? There is a comparison there. Jesus is uh, trying to tell Peter there will be others that will compete uh, the space uh, with me. And you will have to make the choice, uh, Peter, do you love me more than this? Because my work uh, requires a sacrifice. It requires a commitment. And that is why Jesus is uh, interrogating the heart of Peter if Peter is truly committed uh, to Jesus. Then the second time, Jesus is focusing on Peter alone. The self of Peter. And that is why he says, Simon, son of John, do you love me? You, Peter, as an individual, do you love me? He is still looking for this agape sacrificial love, but he is directing it at uh, Peter's self-sacrifice as a person. That the, the self in Peter can compete in the space of serving Jesus, that he will introspect, he will look at himself, he will think about his own affairs, and those affairs may stop Peter from serving Jesus. And at that time, Jesus asked Peter, using the Greek word phileo, the kind of love which signifies affection, affinity, and brotherly love. That is he going to look at Jesus as a brother, as one he ought to stand by, as one he needs to protect, as one that he is going to walk by and stand by. This is why Jesus is speaking three times so that he can get the complete heart of Peter. And this is the challenge that we have, because when God has called us to step in before he commissions us, he needs to know that we are fully given to him because there will be other interests that are going to compete with the call of God. The the other people that are around us That are competing for our love There is the self in us That is also competing for attention And then there is uh, that fear of Can I or may I not Or or, or, or can I not uh, stand with this uh, person Or the Lord Jesus Christ And so this morning friends Jesus does not settle for less He wants uh, the whole of you He wants to know whether we are committed to what we promise to do. It is easy for us when we are called, how many will will volunteer, how many will, will serve the Lord. And many of us may raise our hands and we will come forward. But are we prepared for what is going to come? Remember, Jesus is saying that he did this because he knew the kind of death that uh, Peter was going to face to glorify God. Just think of that. The death of Peter was going to glorify God. When when Jesus called uh, Paul he called him to the Gentiles and he told him he is going to suffer for the gospel. It was not hidden. It is not hidden from us that the work of the gospel is not easy. It is not uh, a, a walk in the park. It is work that requires our commitment. And sometimes it is going to call for us to fully sacrifice, sometimes uh, to miss what others say, uh, Seem to be calling comfort in this world because the commitment that we have when we turn to serve the kingdom is much higher and of great value than our comfort that we find. So, our relationship with Jesus cannot be superficial, and the pledge to serve Him is not uh, to be taken lightly. It is something that we must search our hearts. And decide, are we going to do it or not? The Lord wants uh, the whole of our heart uh, committed uh, to him. And Peter had to face uh, the true commitment test. And this is what Jesus is confronting him with. Jesus was not just looking for feelings. He was uh, looking for a truly motivated uh, heart. He wanted to test uh, the true feelings of Peter from his heart. And to know that he is fully given to him. If Jesus asked you today the same questions. Do you truly love me? How would you respond? And I think this is uh, something that we need uh, to, to pause and think about. And search your heart. If you were the one who was in Peter's seat. And Jesus is looking you straight in your eyes, eyeball to eyeball. And he is asking you, do you truly love me? What would your answer be? And I would like to ask you to search your heart. Do you really love Jesus? And I'm not asking just for an answer of yes. Do you really love Jesus? Is he truly your friend? Do you carry his identity? Because if you truly love Jesus, if he is truly your your, your, your friend, you have that infinite affection with him. If you truly carry his identity, then it must be seen in you. It must be heard in the words that you speak. It must be seen in your deeds. It will be seen in the way that you're going to give your resources and your time. It will be seen on how you are going to treat others because Jesus is looking for the entire heart. Remember, Peter had already mobilized his uh, the other disciples. When the going got tough, when our Lord Jesus Christ was crucified, Peter mobilized other disciples and he told them, let's go back to our comfortable space of fishing. And it took the mercy and the love of God through our Lord Jesus Christ for Peter to return into ministry after the resurrection. Now our identity in Jesus gets easily influenced by our experiences and what happens around us. And this is what was happening with Peter. The circumstances and the things that surround us can influence our experiences, can influence our commitment in our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. A psychologist called David Banner, an author of the book The Gift of Being a Yourself, defines identity as who we experience ourselves to be. The I, the I in each of us, what we carry within us, that I, I can do this, I need this, I want to do this, the self in us. And there is pressure for all of us to define ourselves uh, through our jobs, we define ourselves through our financial status, we define ourselves through our successes. Through our grades and our appearance and what other people say about us. We are very, very conscious about these things. Because that is the place of comfort. But the identity of our Lord Jesus Christ is an identity of sacrifice and servanthood and humility. When we fail or when we lose favor. Or even we get a burnout. Our very foundation of our identity is uh, shaken. And we get thrown off balance and we start looking for someone or something to affirm us. A stable sense of self cannot fully exist if we were to place our identity on external things. Which is typical of us which is what we tend to do, what other people say, what we have, what we have acquired. This really becomes our identity. But if you think about what Jesus is looking in Peter's life, He is looking for total surrender. He is uh, telling uh, Peter, you have to deny others for me. You have to deny yourself for me. You have to regard me first if you really are going to carry my identity. When our circumstances change, our identity changes too. And perhaps we are serving God because of the space we are in. But when that changes, if that changes today, will you continue serving the Lord Jesus Christ? And this is what Jesus was trying to shake off Peter. He was telling Peter the times ahead are tough. And I want to shake off from you everything that would stop you from really committing yourself to be my partner in ministry. But when our identity is grounded in God, it means uh, that we think of who we are as uh, the first uh, thing to mind about our status as someone who is truly loved by God. We know that God cares about us. And in turn, we avail the all of us, all that we are, all that we have, all that can be called together with us. We avail ourselves to serve the kingdom of God and the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. So the fact that there are things that we would withhold from God. If you search your heart and you find that there are things that you would withhold, God is seeking you and he is asking and probing your heart. Is there anything that causes you to withhold yourself from me? Because if you search your heart today, this morning, and you find that there are things that are withholding you from serving the Lord Jesus Christ, then it is uh, speaking volumes in your relationship with Him. So, want us to look at what gets in the way of our relationship in, with the Lord Jesus Christ. What is it? Uh, what kind of questions would Jesus ask us if He was standing with us today, like He was with Peter? And one of the richest uh, passages in Scripture on identity is Ephesians uh, chapter 1, and I want to read uh, verse uh, 3 to 14. The Bible says, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, for he chooses us in him before the In accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment to bring unity to all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. In him we were also chosen having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. Not that we who are the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. And you also are included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation when you believed. You are marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Amen. Paul is addressing the church in Ephesus. And he is explaining the new identity to a person When they are in Christ Jesus, they are chosen, they are predestined, they are set apart. And it is upon each one of us to respond to serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And a number of things are cited in this scripture. It says that we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. So we have already been set apart. We have been chosen, we belong to the kingdom, we have been adopted, we are part of the family of God, we have been redeemed, we are no longer held captive by sin, we have been forgiven. Our sins are nailed at the cross. We have been ravished with grace and unconditionally loved and accepted. This is the scripture. God has opened his arms for us to embrace us. We have been made pure. We are blameless before him and we have received the hope of spending eternity with God. What he is saying is that once we are identified with the Lord Jesus Christ, once we give our life to the Lord Jesus Christ, the doors are open fully for our comfort into the family of God, into the kingdom of God. And therefore we need not lack anything. We can serve God knowing that he is going to, to to give the comfort that we need in this world. That so much takes away each one of us uh, when we start to struggle. Do I serve? Do I have the time or not? And these are identities. They cannot be altered when we are in Christ Jesus because he has fully given them to us. We must therefore narrow the gap That exists between intellectually, you you know, knowing these truths about who God says we are and leaving them out. That we are not just holders of this knowledge, but we practice uh, what God has called us to. And as ICC Imara we have to start living out the fullness of our new identity in Christ Jesus. We must determine what is it that hinders us and makes it difficult for us. How, what is it that we need to make right so that we fully are given and serving the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we know who we are, we shall no longer need to be persuaded to serve We will no longer need to be dragged, friends. We will come out and asking, where can I serve? Because I know which kingdom I belong to. Because I know I have been called. Because I know the price has been paid for me. Because I know that when I do it, I am serving with passion to my Lord who has given everything for me. My identity is of Christ Jesus Himself the identity of servanthood. Lord Jesus Christ has given us an opportunity. And that opportunity is availed to you. And it is for you to choose. It is for you to decide. Will I or will I not? Will I respond or will I not? Will I run after my things or not? Will I trust the Lord Jesus Christ that as I serve him, that even with suffering that may come with it, I am aware that there will be a lot of things that may may, 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 may cause uh, that sacrifice to be derailed because of the circumstances that are surrounding you. But I am asking you, will you trust the Lord Jesus Christ? That uh, you will give everything to him. Will you be part of those who are saying that we are going to impact each and every one we come across in the world of influence where God has given to us. Will we let God's love impact not just the generation we are in but generations that are going to come after us. Will you be part of this movement. As a church, we are committed. As a leadership, we are committed. And we are calling on each one of us to be part. Of this passionate plea that we are making. That we are going to walk together this journey. That our strategy will be fulfilled in the next five years. Because you are going to be our partners. Because you are going to be partners with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the gospel must reach to the ends of the earth. And he is calling each one of us who is already given to do the work of God when we received our salvation. want us to conclude and as we come to the cross of this series I want to challenge us to truly discover who we are and to be deliberate in our new vision we need men we need women who are truly and fully surrendered to serve God men and women who will come to Jesus broken and truly believing in him To partner with him in changing the world. And this is what God is desiring. That we will be together and change the world. We wanted to change this from a statement in our mission statement. To an action that we will transform and change the world. And God is going to use you. He is going to use me. If we have been forgiven. If the Lord says that we are blameless through our faith, then we shall act decisively. We are going to call out those who are perishing by witnessing to them. By modeling the, the, the love of our Lord Jesus Christ said to them. By daily interacting with them. Wherever they, we are in our workplaces and in our neighborhoods. And we are going to be there. And we are going to tell them, come and see what the Lord has done in my heart. And he too can do this. But this calls us to sacrifice everything. To see many come to the knowledge of the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. What are you willing to pay for it? What price are you willing to pay? Is it your time to listen to somebody? Is it perhaps even your dignity? Is it calling for you to serve somebody even though they should be serving you? But because the love of God is deposited in you, you are saying, I am going to to wrap the towel around my waist. I know they should be serving me, but I choose to serve them because I want to impact them with the love of my Lord Jesus Christ. Like Christ did when he washed the feet of his disciples. I want you to take a moment. And search your heart. And I'm going to make a prayer for you. A prayer of commitment. A prayer of commissioning you. That if truly this is uh, what you are committed to. And you're hearing the spirit of God speaking to you that you need to do more. I want you to make this prayer with me. Even as uh, I pray for you wherever you are. That uh, you are going to give yourself uh, fully to the Lord Jesus Christ. That you're not going to be annoyed like Peter. That you're going to respond when Jesus speaks to you. I pray that this is a true commitment from your heart. That you will hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ calling to you three times and asking you, do you truly love me? Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Jesus is asking you, feed my lambs. Who? will go. And if that is you, I want you wherever you are, just to raise your right hand as I make this prayer and to say, here I am, Lord, I am going to serve you. Lord Jesus, you see all the hands that are raised by your people wherever they are. They may not know what the future holds, but they trust that when they give themselves and they committed uh, to serve you, you are going to help them and walk with them, even as uh, you commission us today. I pray, Lord Jesus Christ, just like you commissioned uh, Peter, You may commission us, Lord, because we are speaking with our mouths and believing in our heart that you are the Lord, you are the king, the king of kings. The world is created by your hands and all that are in it and you have given it to us and it shall not uh, perish in our hands. So, Lord, we are calling on to you. Would you help us today as you commissioners to go once again out into the world and speak the truth of God and call many to the kingdom of God? I pray for my brothers and sisters those who are weak in many areas, that, Lord, you will strengthen them. Would you heal their bodies? Would you heal their hearts? Would you lift them up, O Lord God, and hold their hand, even as uh, they get into the work of serving you? Lord, that you will teach them, that you will increase uh, increase, uh, their giftings and the talents uh, that you have given to them. And when we stand together, particularly as a community of ICC Imara, we shall have impact in our neighborhoods in the people that you have given to us lord jesus christ may you now commission us to do your work in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen Thank you for listening. We hope this message has blessed you. If this ministry has impacted your life, you can help us reach others by partnering with us. You can give through our website iccemar.org/give. Be sure to subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. Have a great week.